Good morning. It's June 17th. And welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is Marriage of Christ. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Revelation 19, 7-8 One of the greatest rewards of having been an Obijin for 40 years is witnessing the rejoicing of the parents at the birth of each new child, always slightly different, always very special. One of the rewards of having gone to seminary is officiating at weddings and witnessing the joy of couples and their families. But it's also fun to see the emotion on the faces of all those who are remembering their own nuptials as they watch. In fact, several years ago, I had this pleasure once again, presiding over the marriage of one of my medical partner's daughters. God created both of these joys, birth and marriage, and they are woven into the scriptures which reveal his character. As Nicodemus learned from Christ himself, both the incarnation of Christ, God born fully human, and the rebirth of believers are central to the gospel. Likewise, wedding analogies are used throughout both Testaments, signifying God's love and faithfulness to us, despite our own repeated infidelity. Over and over again, man has turned away from God, and over and over again, God has forgiven us, as told throughout the Old Testament. We have prostituted ourselves repeatedly, like Hosea's wife, Gomer, turning away from our Creator to worship almost anything else you can think of. God, after our endless unfaithfulness, finally let us have it our way, and the chosen people ended up largely destroyed, dispersed, or in exile. Hosea 8, 7-8 But like Hosea, our God would go to unheard of extremes to get us back, because he never stopped loving us just that much. First, God gathers his people back from exile. Isaiah 54, 5 Second, he courts us, his intended bride. Traditionally, in biblical times, the groom brought gifts to his fiancée's family, wooing her through them. God does exactly this with his gifts to us of faithfulness, righteousness, goodness, love, and compassion. Hosea 2.19 Third, God provides the means to wash us before the wedding. For that washing is a ritual purification and cleansing, always done before a wedding ceremony. God knows we are filthy inside and need his righteousness. He washes us clean with the forgiveness he won for us on the cross. He washes us clean with his own blood. He then sends us the indwelling spirit as a final promise of the wedding to come, a sign of our engagement. One day, the wedding will finally take place in heaven, where we, the church, join with our bridegroom joyfully and eternally at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Some people have trouble with the concept of God sacrificing his son for us, Some have trouble with the imagery of being washed clean in his blood. For those just exploring the Christian faith and for those new to their faith that find these metaphors disturbing, perhaps you could start by viewing the whole course of biblical history as one long courtship. God loves us more than we can imagine. Really, just imagine how powerful the creator of the universe is. Everything he does would be of a magnitude and perfection far beyond what we could even begin to understand. So maybe picture that giddy love of the engaged couple planning on spending an eternity together and whose engagement culminates in a blowout fantastic wedding celebration with the best friends, the best band, the best food, and the best cake you could ever imagine. Do you think God doesn't know how to have fun? 
Think again. He spent all our eons on earth planning this shindig. Get ready to party down, friends. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Corinthians thirteen seven. When you make sacrifices in marriage, you sacrifice not to each other, but to unity. Joseph Campbell. Love is not something you feel, it's something you do. David Wilkerson. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you that your love endures despite our faithlessness. Thank you that your love is the greatest love man has ever been offered and could ever know. And we need only say yes, and you shower us with faith, peace, and love, and the anticipation of being honored guests at the wedding supper of the Lamb. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.